Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. with a quick announcement. If you have been enjoying Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast, then mark your calendars for September 23rd at 7 p.m. when the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast goes live on YouTube. So if you've ever been interested in seeing what the heck I do with my hand talking while I'm recording the episodes, along with, of course, lots of visually fun things to watch like transformations before and afters. And of course, lots of three E's you got to check it out. So September 23rd, 7 PM Pacific standard time, head over to YouTube and check out the mom's organization motivation, YouTube channel. I'll see you there. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me again today for another episode where we are going to be talking about things that we're faced with now that our kiddos are back to school, and that is snack and lunch prep. So I'm curious, are you guys taking advantage of any of your school's opportunities to do a hot lunch option, or are you guys packing all of your kids' snacks and lunches for the day? So here's what I have found over the years, starting with those early preschool days when my little Isabel went off to school and she just needed a little snack because it was a half day. Then as she got older and then her brother soon joined her and they were doing full days, they both needed a snack and a lunch. And we're still kind of, you know, Isabel's older. She's going into fifth grade. And so she's older. And so she really 
knows that if I just pack her a lunch, she can open it up and she can see that there's a snack inside. She can pull from something and have that be a snack as well. But oftentimes when they're little, you want to make sure you've got a separate snack and a separate lunch bag for them. It just makes it a little bit easier. So a few different things I wanted to talk with you about today, but I want you to stay tuned until the end and also check out show notes because I'm going to give you guys some links to a free audio that talks all about that. And also a couple of my online courses that I offer that are actually going to give you some great, helpful tools to make this a snap. Okay. All right. So going back to the beginning, I said that a lot of times we want to separate those. That just makes it easier in the school day for them to have a separate snack and a separate lunch. Well, something that's always been very important to me, and I'm sure it's on your radar, is making sure that you are packing kids that good brain food. You're not just sugaring it all up because that is going to make them crash at school. It's going to make them feel like they're falling asleep. That's not going to be helpful. You want to make sure there's some protein in there to really fuel them through those days of using their brains let's hope, and also using their bodies for physical activity as well. God bless those PE teachers and those music and theater arts teachers who are getting them to move their bodies and keeping them healthy. So I want to say that if you are at that place where you're thinking, I want to pack my kids good, healthy things, because I know the importance of that, obviously, we're not going to go into that, but If you're at that place where you know the importance of doing that, but you're also kind of thinking, yeah, but I really want to make sure my kid eats food because sometimes if you haven't started doing the healthy snack and lunch prep meal prep, really when they're young and they don't grow up with those routines, sometimes once you get back to school, they're kind of wanting to still just like snack and graze. And they're not really eating all of those important things. I mentioned protein. Don't immediately stop listening to me. If you guys are not meat eaters, you can certainly get protein from all kinds of great vegetables. So that is not an issue at all. You can use, you know, nuts and different things like that in your diet. I promise you, I will not tell you how to feed your children. I hope that you won't do the same for me, right? So we have a little agreement here and that's not what this is about. What this episode is about is talking about how very real it is that it can be a struggle sometimes to put in the healthy stuff, but also make sure that it's stuff your kids are eating and then making sure it's going to be something that is organized, if you will, so that you're not dreading doing this day after day. So if I were speaking to a group of moms right now, I might say, show of hands, who here hates packing lunches? And what I have found in my experience, because I have definitely done some of those talks, is that a lot of hands go up. And I think so much of that is because we're like, what do we feed our kid? Again, going back to like, is it going to be healthy? Is it also going to be something they'll eat? And I have to tell you that that is something as a mom, as long as you, you know, are just giving them colorful options and just really having that open conversation with them. I think that you're doing all that you can. I think staying consistent and knowing that in your house, whatever your standards of healthy food eating is that if they're so used to that at home, when they go to school and they've got their snacks and their lunches and they pull those out, 
they're not going to be like, oh, mom tried to do this like really cute Pinterest lunchbox. And I don't want to eat any of this stuff. Uh, I think also you have to like have the conversations to manage expectations and give them the opportunity to help you pick out the things that are going to be in their snacks and lunches, right? Because if you're just doing that and you're assuming, I mean, let's be honest, like sometimes they know what they like and they eat that in abundance and it's all good. And you guys are in agreement about these particular favorite foods and that's all good. And then sometimes the next week, or sometimes when you get to school and you provide those options for them, they're just like, I don't want that anymore. Why? Well, this is where you want to open up the conversation because maybe it's because the person they're sitting at the table with, maybe they have uh, food allergies, certain health restrictions or something that you're wanting to abide by, or perhaps your school has put in rules like here, I'm talking about, you know, nut allergies or something like that. For example, you want to make sure that you are doing the things that they're saying. So if there's something that you are wanting to send your kid to school with, or you're wanting in their diet, but for whatever reason, the rules don't allow for that. Just know that that's going to be something that you're going to, you know, pick them up from carpool and you'll have that in a little bag for them that you hand off to them to eat. Or when you go home, you can make a snack after school, or you can have that item for dinner or for breakfast. So, you know, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, instead of kind of fighting, whether it be the school rules or fighting your kids on these things, I find that just having an open dialogue with them and giving them the option to help in saying what it is they would really like to have that day or that week is really helpful. I also talked about having that almost like a routine. I even mentioned this on last week's episode too, because I knew we were all kind of getting back in the swing of school. And uh, I talked about deboxing and decanting your food items. I think when we're showing our kids these healthy foods that we've got, whether they're in the pantry or the fridge uh, or out on the counter in a lovely container, I think that when we're showing our children that this is what is what we're saying we're going to eat in our home. This is the healthy option. Maybe you want to make sure that if you're talking about sweet treats or things like that, you have that up on a higher shelf. It's not as easily accessible. And then also making sure that you're talking to them as well about like, Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to put these things away and Oh, look at that. It looks like we only have half of it because you've decanted your stuff in a, a container where you can see how much you have of it. And so you say, we're going to, the first part of the week, we're going to finish this off right? Because I think it's really important to talk to them about food waste. Oh my goodness. I wasn't planning on sharing this, but I'm totally going to share this. And I just have to pray that my son doesn't like, you know, not, (laughs) it's not going to come after me one day. If he listens to this, speaking of food, I was getting ready to come up here to record this podcast episode. I told the kids to be quiet and you know, they know it's like mom's doing a podcast episode. As soon as she's done, she'll come down and we'll go do something fun. That's always the plan. So they kind of like whenever I do podcast episodes, because they know that means we're going to be doing something fun after. And he was just hungry and he didn't want to interrupt me. He decided we, we still have these little, those Annie's organic. I feel like they said like homegrown or whatever that brand is of mac and cheese. And so sometimes when you just got, got to like phone it in, cause you don't feel like making a whole meal, I'll just grab one of those, you know, mix up the cheese stuff and stick it in the microwave and boom, you got a little quick mac and cheese. Okay. It's organic. Okay. Let, let me off the hook. He decided, I don't want to bother mom. I'm going to try <laughs> 
to get out the mac and cheese container. I'm going to try to make it. Okay. I always tell him like, bud, we're just not there yet. I don't want you climbing up on the countertops. And that's where our microwave is, by the way, it's very tall. I'm a short girl and I can barely reach this microwave to be perfectly honest with you. And so he got out the stool he mixed this up, tried to put it in the microwave, couldn't figure out how to do the microwave. Why? Because he's not supposed to use the microwave and decided when he couldn't get it to look the way that mac and cheese was supposed to look like. Why? Because he didn't heat it and mix it. He took it to the bathroom and he dumped it down the toilet. And what we know is that we don't put anything down the toilet other than toilet paper because it can stop up the toilet. So we actually, he, when we first moved into the new house, we were like, oh no, we've got Duke's bathroom. Like something's going on with the toilet. That's such a bummer. We'll have a plumber come out. No, he decided to put a pencil down the toilet. And so like $250 later, problem solved. It's a pencil. And then we get to have that conversation. So that's what just happened right before I got on to record this podcast episode. So we had the conversation, not only about, we don't put anything down the toilet because not cool, but number two, this is a waste of food. And, you know, it's just like never going to be a done conversation. That is just going to be one of those things that sometimes you have to repeat to your kids because if they're not buying groceries, they don't always know how much things are costing. And so that's one of the things that I talk to my kids about a lot before we start school, because we decide if the days that they are going to have hot lunch that the school provides, that it's actually going to be something that they enjoy. And I think typically our schools will provide extra to make sure if some of those kiddos are extra hungry or some of those kiddos are bigger and they're going through a growth spurt and they need the extra meal, they want to provide plenty. I think they also think they want to make sure the parents are getting their money's worth. So they're getting, you know, a large enough portion to justify that purchase. And so what I have found is that being a teacher, being on the other side of this, there was so much food waste. So I've talked to my kids and I said, look, because you guys are little and you guys just don't eat as much as the school so generously provides right now, we're not going to invest in that because it's going to be a waste of money and it's going to be a waste of food. Now that they're getting older, I am allowing them to have one or two days. And now it looks like even this year, we might even have a third day of an option of food that they're going to like, that's going to be great. And that is also one of those things that gives back to the schools. It's like a PA lunch. And so the parent association will get a portion of that. And so that was something we talked about this year. Again, just opening up that dialogue and making sure that the choices that you guys are making are going to make sense for their school snacks and lunches. So just something to consider as we're having these conversations. And it looks like (laughs) I will be continuing to have the no wasting of food conversation for a little bit longer with that little one. That's okay. Normal, right? It's just parenting. So once you have opened up that dialogue, you have allowed your children to help you pick what it is that's going to go in their snack and lunch. Then the fun part begins. Yes, I say fun because I used to dread packing snacks and lunches too, because it was monotonous. I felt like at the end of the day is when I was doing it again. And I just had no brain cells left to be perfectly honest with you. And so it irritated me. So I created a way to use the three E's philosophy. If you don't know what that is, I like to get things organized in three simple steps. It's what I'm kind of known for on this podcast here. And so if you go back to episode one, it's called the three E's philosophy. It's going to tell you how I use these three E's 
your essentials, enhancements, and extras, and you're going to be able to organize whatever it is that you're trying to work on at the time in those three simple steps. Same thing applies to snack and lunch prep. I decided I wanted to figure out a way to get that done for the entire week in three simple steps. So I'll tell you right now, give you a little glimpse into what some of it is, but I'll tell you right now that I'm going to pop in show notes, some links, and I'll tell you a little bit more about what you can find within those links, some helpful things that are going to help you do this process without it being super annoying. And you're going to be able to make these decisions with your kids. And then you guys are actually going to get to do it together or on your own. Once you've had their input of what they are thinking about, they want to like for this week, right? And you're actually going to be able to pack snacks and lunches for the entire week, Monday through Friday on a Sunday. That just happens to be the day that I do that because I go grocery shopping on Sunday at some point, and then I will pack their snacks and lunches in just 15 minutes and they are packed for the entire week. Now I will tell you the way that that is accomplished is that throughout the week, as you guys are having dinner, or maybe even you're ordering in good for you. Do you need permission? Order in. It's okay. You don't have to cook every night if you don't want to, unless that brings you joy. But here's the thing. Whenever you start to prep it on Sunday, you're also leaving room for the leftovers that you might have for lunch. If you saw that your kiddos are eating something really well, then maybe that night as you're putting it away, you're just going to put some in little containers and you're going to pop that in. And that's going to be the additional, you know, whatever fruit, veggie, protein, or even maybe treat. Maybe you guys had like a little dessert and you think I'm going to include a cute little dessert for my sweet kid. And so the idea is that you're setting yourself up for the best chance of success at the very beginning of the week. You're going to be putting some things in place. They're going to be living in your fridge and in a bin in your pantry. And those are going to be things that you quickly pull from. So that way, when the kids come home from school, they're going to, this is what we say at our house, they have their backpack and they have their lunch bag and their snack bag. And so I will ask them before they do anything else, Uh, well, I will say that sometimes they need to take their shoes off first, but before they do anything else or go play or go get snacks or whatever, do homework, they take their snack and their lunch bag and they go put it. And now also we're, I do have to say this too. Now we're actually having them bring their thermoses as well, or their water bottles, refillable water bottles, because, you know, prior, whenever I did all of these things, it was before COVID. And so a lot of times they would have access to drinks at school and water fountains and stuff. And so now we're just making sure that we're filling that stuff up at home. So they'll take their snack and lunch bag and possibly their refillable water bottle. And they put that on the kitchen counter. So as they go off and they do all the things that they need to do for after school, I run quickly into the fridge and quickly into the pantry. And I just toss their trash. If they have left anything in there, might pop some dishes in the dishwasher. If there were some, you know, reusable containers that we used in there. And then I will quickly just pull the things I've already set aside for meal prep and just pop it right in. And it takes me, I mean, like a minute and a half. I mean, I work in three, so we'll give it some grace. We'll say it takes me three minutes after school when they drop their stuff off to reach in and grab snacks and lunches for two kids and put them back in the fridge. So it really doesn't even take me three minutes. So that is the bonus. I mean, you are definitely getting time back in your day. You're getting to hang on to those precious brain cells and use them for homework. Oh my goodness. Pray for me. I'm going to be doing fifth grade homework with the kid this year. Good heavens. So 
We want to hold on to those brain cells. We want to make sure that we are not feeling stressed out about having to pack snacks and lunches. And if you are prepping at the beginning of the week and you already have those things in place, you can even start asking your kids to go do that depending on their ages. You can do it together. You can have them do it solo. This will start to be something I mean, we've done it since Isabel was in preschool and she's about to be 11. Oh my goodness. So this has been years of doing this. It's always been this way. She's so used to it. So if I said to her, Hey, you're in charge this year of snack and lunch prep for the week for you and Duke. And then when you get home and even he's big enough now as first grade, oh my gosh, first grader. So it's going to be seven and 11 year olds this year for us. So, you know, he could even help too. And that could even be like a fun, exciting thing for them right now. They don't even have to dread it. That could be a really fun, cool, independent kid moment for them. So again, it's all about really just having that conversation with them about what they want, prepping ahead to set you up for the best chance of success, having those conversations about, you know, we don't want to waste food and what is the best option? Are we going to do hot lunch at school? If that's the case, a lot of times you still have to pack them a snack. So you still have that option, you know, make it fun and have them go pick out a fun snack bag and a lunch bag. That was something that we did this year at the beginning of school because we didn't do it last year. We just reused what we already had because of all the COVID stuff. And so that was a really fun and exciting thing for them. So these are different things that are going to make your snack and lunch prep a little less stressful, a little less annoying and, you know, taxing on the brain and definitely better. I mean, this sounds so Southern when I say this, but definitely better for the pocketbook. Okay. Meme all used to say pocketbook. Pocketbook means like best for the bank account, right? We're not spending so much money and we're really talking to them about the importance of using what we already have, finishing that out, having leftovers throughout the week added to their snack and lunch the next day, making sure that we're not wasting any food and not wasting any money in the process. And also, again, like I said, really making sure you've got some good, healthy items to go in your lunch that will sustain those, those brilliant little thinkers throughout the day. So here's the portion of the episode where I would like to share with you some links. So I want to tell you, if you go to show notes, all of this stuff is going to be there. I'll link it all up. Super easy peasy. If you remember this episode, but you're not able to look at the show notes at the moment, go always to everythingwithstyle.com. And if you look under the services tab, I have an online course section. Now here's the cool part. Depending on what your budget is or depending on what your needs are for how much you're wanting to get organized, you can take any of these courses. Uh, one of them is actually a freebie. I'll pop that in show notes, but the freebie is for a 15 minute snack and lunch prep for the week audio. And it's actually just a five minute audio. And it's going to tell you exactly how I used to pack Isabel's lunches back in the day. And it's just an audio to listen to. And I will literally go through and talk to you about what I am putting in her lunchbox and how that is working. It's just five minutes and it shows you how to pack their snacks and lunches for 15 minutes for the entire week. So it is just like easy peasy, no brainer. I would love for you guys to check that out. So that's helpful. If you want to take it up a step, I will tell you that there is a mini course that I used whenever I was talking to some ladies at a mops meeting. And we did that 
snack and lunch demo. And it was such a hit that I created this mini course and it even has like a little workbook in it too. So it talks all about how you can give yourself more credit as a busy mom of littles, because we all know you're doing a ton of stuff. And along with that, um, it talks about your three E's to really sort of organizing and styling whatever part of your life that is important to you that you're working on right now. So that is going to be something that's about, and also it has that fun little snack and lunch demo at the end in front of a live audience. And there's a little Q and a afterwards too. So that's kind of fun to look at. So check that out. That is the mini course. If you look for that. The next thing that is available are my bigger online courses that has several different modules. And so there's a kid's online course, and that one is going to talk about the snack and lunch printout that I have. So there's a PDF in there and it's all about giving that to your kids. And like I said, when you're talking to them about what it is that you would like to have for the week that you guys are going to be getting from the grocery store or eating leftovers and all that kind of stuff. It's just a printout, a PDF that you can have that's going to give all the different options. So again, I did it in three simple steps. We talked about, you know, the essential, which is like the main, you know, part of your meal, which is going to be, you know, your fruit option, your veggie option, your protein option. And again, protein could absolutely come from um, nuts or it could come from vegetables. So you know, do, do what you need to do there. However, you'd like to do that. And then additionally, there are options to talk about drinks to include, and then even a little sweet treat for your extra or um, a sweet little note that you might write to really personalize their lunchbox and make that special. And also do consider that if you do have an older kid, who is maybe capable of doing these things on their own, this might be a fun opportunity for you to let them do it for the, the younger sibling. That could be really sweet and give them some responsibility. Uh, so that is going to be in the kids course. And then in my online schedule course, that talks about really just having like your routines pulled together. Um, that's going to be a little bit as well in the kids course too. Some of those are overlapping, but also in the schedule course, you are going to get that recording that I talked about with uh, the, the mini course where it talks about the snack and lunch prep. It talks about giving yourself more credit for all of the things that you're doing. It talks about getting organized and styled in three simple steps as a busy mom of littles. And so that's definitely something in the schedule course that uh, maybe you want to bypass paying for the little mini course and you just want to go straight to the schedule course. And that's going to be included actually in the second module. So those are all different ways that you're going to be getting that support when talking about specifically, what do I pack for my kids? What are things that we have done for our family that's worked really well? There are going to be videos and photos of different ways that I've packed those things and examples of the types of food and drink and little notes and things like that, that I've written in there. And so not only is that fun for you guys to actually check out, but you can do it with your kids too. It's all, all of my online courses are very family friendly. So if that is something that maybe you and your kiddo are interested in looking into, I would love for you to check out those links. So again, they'll be in show notes. Additionally, you can always go to everythingwithstyle.com under the services tab, click on online courses. You'll see lots of different freebies for organizing your home, wardrobe, kids, and schedule. The mini course link is in there and all of those other online courses are as well. So hopefully those are helpful for you. But first, 
for sure, without fail, definitely check out that free audio. That one's going to be awesome and get you started right away. So happy back to schooling, happy snack and lunch prepping. It's going to be awesome. Don't forget, set yourself up for the best chance of success at the beginning of the week and just coast and talk to your kids about the importance of healthy food and making sure we're not wasting money and food and also including them in their decisions and actually packing it up themselves. It's getting pretty cool that our kiddos are getting older and more responsible these days. So I'm kind of enjoying unloading some of that responsibility onto my Isabel. And then of course the younger one, Duke totally just wants to do whatever big sister does. So he thinks it's pretty cool too. All right. Continue raising these healthy, confident, independent kiddos. And I look forward to talking to you next week about more organization fun. All right. You guys have a great one. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the mom's organization motivation podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everything with style mom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.